0: Welcome to Faith and Good Counsel, where we talk about ways to live a virtuous life and all of the things that affect us in our vocations, in whatever state of life we may be in. And now your host, Stacey Galino.
1: Hey there, everybody. I'm so happy to be with you once again this week. Got a great, great program for you today. You know, the Lord is always weaving together this beautiful tapestry of our lives. We just, the more that we surrender, the more that we open, the more that we are receptive to him. And he is most faithful and most loving. And he's our spouse. He's our bridegroom. And he wants to come and fill us with that love that we desire so deeply. And I have somebody very special to talk about those kinds of topics with today. And it's someone that's very, it's been, been on my radar for a couple of years. I want to interview her. I want to interview her. Lord, when it's your time, when you would like me to do that, please open that door. And the next thing you know, I'm at Theology of the Body 2, and I turn the corner, and there before my eyes is the beautiful Rose Sweet. <laughs> Wow, I sound like a vision from heaven, don't I? (laughs) Absolutely. This beautiful, beautiful Uh, daughter of the Most High God is just standing there like, excuse me, excuse me. (laughs) So, yes, so, Rose Sweet, welcome to Faith and Good Counsel, and thank you so much for being with me today to talk about, you know, some beautiful, beautiful theology of the body and the love and our authentic, Femininity, masculinity, but also rose the cross of divorce—a cross that you've been asked to carry, but have received beautiful healing and redemption through theology of the body. So I thank you, thank you for agreeing to to come and come and be with us on faith and good counsel. So well, welcome. I,
2: I I thank you, Stacy. Um, you're a vision as well, and seriously, the work you do is so beautiful, and your heart is so beautiful. Aww. And I loved, um, you know, when we were together at the Catholic Psychotherapist Association, yes. and then again at TOB three. And it's just, you know, it's it's wonderful to run into each other and and support each other. So thank you.
1: Exactly, and I'm, I'm I, you know, I've momentarily forgot about that experience too. I also we had a, an encounter there, and. You know God's timing is perfect. Mm-hmm. His timing is perfect. So, thank you. And I'm and y'all. You know we start off faith and good counsel with prayer. And so, Rose just shared with me off off air one of her favorite favorite saints, who was one of mine. We you know who knew we have that in common. Saint Catherine of Siena, oh a uh, uh, beautiful doctor of the church. So, let's start our prayer and our show together today, Rose, with prayer. Um, In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Amen. Let's pray to Our Lady. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mary, Mother of God, God. pray for us sinners, sinners now now and at the hour of our death, amen. Amen. And Christopher West, prayer, St. John Paul II, witness to hope, apostle of the human person, Servant of Jesus and Mary, pray for us. Pray for us. St. Catherine of Siena, pray Pray for for us. us. Awesome. Well, I'm ready now. I'm ready now. We're (laughs) surrounded by the the Lord, the Blessed Trinity, Our Lady, and the communion of saints. I'm ready Mm -hmm. to go. Mm -hmm. So, Rose, first of all, can we just ponder a moment on your name? Rose Sweet. I mean, I just smell the roses. Sincerely, I I love your name. You know, I...
2: I I, I like it,
1: too, for obvious reasons, yes. and, but, but the
2: deeper I get into my faith, and I'm understanding that, my name kind of gave me a little mission, mm-hmm. and I am to bring the Lord's sweetness to others, and yet I, I learned the hard way, unless I open up first to receive that honey, yes. um, I have nothing to give, and mm-hmm. I, I'm
1: so thankful for my name. Amen. And it, it's it. You're in the image, really, of Our Lady. I mean, so profoundly. Hang on, hang on. I think I'm levitating. Yeah. Okay. Well. <laughs> <slow down. laughs> Holy levitation. But but oh. truly, because I mean, I was I was literally pondering on this uh, since if many times I pondered on it, but it just reminds me of Our Lady because your name is oh how sweet you know rose sweet that's so sweet, but and you are. But it comes with um, joy, and it comes with sorrows, um, right? Well, and Our Lady
2: of S- S- Sorrow, absolutely. Yes. And that's the beautiful thing about our faith; it's so paradoxical. You know, from mm-hmm. death comes life. Amen. You know, from suffering comes redemption. Amen. So, um, yeah, we all we all have our crosses to carry, but we all have our Easter's as well.
1: Amen. So. Easter Sunday comes. Mm-hmm. Thanks yes. be to God. Well. Yes. I have many, many uh, people in, in my life, both personally and professionally, and many listeners who have suffered the cross of divorce, and I thought, who better to have this conversation with than Rose Sweet, um, a woman who has endured much, but has come to a place of redemption and sharing that that uh, path, that journey that the Lord has asked of you and that you've given your fiat to. So... Can you tell us a little bit about your story um, and, and where you've come from and where, you, where you're headed? Well, how long do we have? No, Ooh, I, I, Not long know, enough. <laughs> I, I,
2: think, I think the most important thing is that, um, well, you compared me to Mary. Let's compare me to Jesus. Uh, let's go all the way. You know, he came down in the flesh to say, hey, I'm one of you. I know. Mm-hmm. Listen to me. You can trust me. I have good news. And so that's kind of where I am too. I, I'm one of you of your listeners. I'm, I'm grew up in the '50s and '60s. And I'm a you know, a, a child of of a revolutionary time, yes. but I was a good Catholic girl in a big Catholic family. I went to Catholic grade school, Catholic high school, Catholic college, and yet I was seduced by the culture. And I followed, you know, I skipped merrily down my own little path of, you know, picking and choosing what I would believe and not believe and what would make me happy. And I always thought, okay, what would make me happy is a husband, home, and children. Lots of kids. I'm the oldest of nine, so I was totally used to it. Um, And I I loved big families, and I wanted to have my own big family. I didn't want to be a career woman. Um, I wanted... You know, a handsome husband and a beautiful little house, and I was going to bake cookies and teach catechism to my children, and everything was going to be wonderful. It was.
1: It sounds awesome.
2: <laughs> it is, and you it's know, there's awesome. nothing wrong with that dream, and I think some people today go, oh, yeah, right, you know. No, 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 no. Okay, our na- naivete is rooted in something that's good, true, and beautiful. It's just that we have to realize we're not in heaven yet. We are in a fallen world. So, <clears throat> I, I, how do you get a man in the 60s, right? You sleep with them. I'm sorry to say it, but that's Mm. what we did. And Mm. everybody was doing it. It, You know, those old celibate men in Rome and father so-and-so at church. What did they know? They needed to get with the times, right? Mm. Mm. So that mindset just infected everything. Like, I will pick and choose. And, you know, and we, we put the Protestants down sometimes for that. You know that they're their own little popes, and that they they pick and choose in the Bible what they believe and don't believe, and yet we do the same thing. We human do the same nature. thing. Nature, human nature. It is human nature, mm-hmm. and and you know what? We learned this at theology of the body. It's because we doubt the goodness of a Father God. Mm. We doubt his good gifts, and so we're out there trying to find our own apples. You know, mm-hmm. as Eve did. Um, and we're trying to define our own happiness because we don't really believe that, that He really loves us as much as He does and that He has something good for us.
1: And that we can be vulnerable and that we can surrender and that we can be obedient to Him and, and that we can I, trust Him.
2: Well, right, and that's, you know, here we are as Christians, we're all yakety-yak-yak, you know, love the Lord with all your heart, trust in Him, follow Him, blah, blah, blah. Well, how do you do that
1: mm, when you exactly. don't even know Him? Exactly.
2: And that's what I had to face in my own life. I knew about Jesus, but um, so I got married, and then I got divorced nine months later. I, mm. I married an alcoholic, and he beat me. And oh, that was way back in the day. Um, but I was so I wanted to just get married and get the heck out of my mom and dad's house and have kids. And so I married again quickly, without even thinking and not submitting myself to any help or assistance or authority. I'm uh, thinking what off. went
1: wrong that last time, so that I don't repeat that this time.
2: Oh no, no! Because what did we watch on TV? John Wayne back in the day, right? And he just got up in the saddle again and <laughs> rode off into the sunset. So, and back then, even thera- the word therapy had a really bad stigma mm-hmm. to it. Only real nutcases went to mm. counseling. Sorry, Stacey, but you know, therapist. I understand. I mean, you're, you're, I you're speaking
1: the truth. It, it is I know. what it is. And it, and
2: it was like, oh, they actually went to a psychiatrist. Well, in later years, actually, it was like when I found good therapists, I was like, I will run to you guys because Aww. you're so helpful. Aww. But so I did it again. I got married right away. That fell apart after a few years, and now I'm panicking, panicking. I'm, I'm reading articles that my eggs are drying up, you know, I'm getting too old, and, oh, my God, oh, my God, what am I going to do? And so it was just a succession of attempts at marriage. They all fell apart, and I, but along that way I started to realize, uh-oh, something must be wrong with me. I can't keep pointing the finger at these guys. Why do I keep marrying these types? You know what? Mm-hmm. And, I, and I did. I began to surrender myself to therapists good therapists, they weren't Catholics, and they weren't even Christians, but they did understand something of the human heart, Mm -hmm. and that was the beginning of my seeking help and and a surrender, but it wasn't full and total, obviously, Um, and it was a long journey, and and some of my Protestant family and friends challenged me that, as a Catholic, I didn't really know the Lord, and I was going to go to hell, as a matter of fact. I wasn't saved. Wow. So along with my trying to figure out relationships and love and how I can be happy, I'm also like, what does it mean to be a Catholic? Yeah, who is God? Just somebody I call in case of emergency? And, you know, it was rough, and I, I resisted, and I fought, and I had little fantasy ideas of how God would be, and those would come crashing
1: down, and... Well, you know, anyway, you know, as I'm listening to you, Rose, I mean, you're you're going through many, many years and a whole lot of brokenness and heartache mm-hmm. um, that we could certainly get into the minutia of. But um, and, and and I know my listeners who have experienced this or who have loved ones who have experienced this know the agony of which you are speaking Um But when we come back from the break, we're about to head uh, up to a break here in a few minutes. Um, I want to go a little more deeply into the healing part. You know, you write and speak a lot about this, about your journey, your personal journey, but also um, in such a beautiful way, in a very Catholic way that utilizes theology of the body and the fullness of the faith to bring people to that full integration of who we are as human persons. Um, And so, if you will, if you stick with me over the break, we're talking today with Rose Sweet, Catholic author, speaker, media producer, author of Healing the Divorced Heart, Dear God, Send Me a Soulmate, Rebuilding After Divorce, and the newest work, The Catholics Divorce Survival Guide*. So stick around. We'll be right back.
0: Many support the government's mandate to make insurers pay for contraception, sterilization services, and morning after pills, but few understand the consequences. The Catholic Medical Association supports your right to know. None of these measures treat any disease, but instead interfere with normal bodily processes. All of them have serious side effects. The pill can cause nausea, weight gain, sore, swollen breasts, mood changes, an increased risk of blood clots, stroke, heart attacks, breast and cervical cancer. Morning after pills can cause nausea, vomiting, diarrhea, abdominal pain, fatigue, headache, menstrual changes, and dizziness. Fertility should not be treated as a disease with medicine and surgery, with serious side effects, and no one should be forced to pay for these services. To find out more, visit cathmed.org.
2: Hi there, I'm Dr. Greg Popcheck,
0: And I'm Lisa Popcheck. Together
2: we're the hosts of More to Life, a call-in program focusing on leading a more abundant marriage, family, and personal life. Join us weekdays at 11 Central as we apply both the wisdom of St. John Paul II's Theology of the Body and insights from contemporary psychology to help you
0: become everything you were created to be.
2: Tune in and call in with your
0: questions. That's More to Life weekdays at 11 Central right here on Catholic Community Radio.
1: Welcome back, everybody. You're listening to Faith and Good Counsel. I'm your host, Stacey Galino, here with you every week. And we're talking today with a very special guest, my friend and colleague, my new friend and colleague, Rose Sweet, Catholic speaker and author. And she's been talking with us About her journey through divorce and coming into that redemptive healing that is available in our Catholic Church. And, Rose, you were talking before the break. I mean, let's just, you know, cut to the cut to the chase here. You you were speaking about the pain of three failed marriages, three big blows.
2: Yeah, you know, it's it's horrible to say, and yet I know there are people out there who carry a lot of shame about the things they've done in the past, and part of healing is bringing it out into the open and out into the light. Amen. And yes, you know, uh, you know, Peter denied Jesus three times, mm. and I love that story because it's a story of hope. Because later on the beach, after he rose, Jesus gave Peter three chances to redeem those three denials. Uh,
1: because he is mercy and love. He, and He faithful. is
2: mercy and love. And God, and what happened to me is after my last civil divorce, I was pretty much on my face. I've been praying to God all my life, you know, make me happy, help me be good or whatever. But those prayers finally pierced through the veil, and I opened up to our Lord like I never, ever had. Mm. I went into the bridal chamber, as it were, and said, okay, I'm scared, but I'm also excited. Do something beautiful with me. And I cried, and I was filled with shame and remorse, but I also felt deep, deep love Mm. like I never had. And that allowed me to stay with him and to grow with him and to grow into a deeper, more mature faith with him. And I was single for 15 years. I never, no. I, I you know, the best years of my life, I tell some people. <clears throat> and our Lord continued to reveal truths to me because I was finally open. I wasn't yeah. open enough before. And that's when I discovered Theology of the Body and yeah. the, the spousal analogy and the mystical marriage. And I was like, Whoa! I always wanted to be married to the perfect husband and have lots of kids. And at at the (laughs) heart of that is I wanted to be in union with Christ and be fruitful and to fill my life and my home, as it were, with lots of children and love on them and be stern with them, you know, send them to their room when they need to go to their room (laughs) and Hide beautiful presents for them under the Christmas trees. All those dreams I realized were pointing me to to a bigger version of that, and that's what our Lord gave to me, kind of as a wedding present—a mm. ministry to say, "I'm your spouse. Mm. Stick with me, and you're going to have lots of spiritual kids." Wow! And it's, that's it, it. Just it just fills me with deep delight and deep gratitude. And you know what? Sometimes if I sit and think about the past, the shame will come back up. It's like a scar.
1: Yes. The The wound is healed. Yeah, the wound's healed, but the scar's still there. That's right. If we delve too far, you know, sometimes it's good to ponder because we can see the graces that the Lord has given us through that healing. But if we, you know, waddle there too long, you know, the evil one can kind of come and reawaken, you know, the woundedness and we, we have a tendency to want to stay there and that's not good that's not what the lord wants no us. no it's no. not
2: and you know we do as, as our human tendency is to indulge and in, either in food or drink shopping or even our emotions
1: and yes. so you're right stacy yes as good therapists always know Ooh, yeah. um, that yeah. go there but don't stay there but too don't long. stay there well you know mm-hmm. you mentioned you weren't Open. And in today's culture, I mean, the word open means many, many things, but it means something very, very deep and profound and beautiful and mystical within our creation, which John Paul II and his Wednesday audiences has tried to provide us so that we can hear it in this day and time. Can you talk a little bit more about what it means to be open and receptive? Could you do that?
2: Well, that's what I love to do, um, and, and, and I love the whole spousal analogy that, that Theology of the Body is focused on, is that like a bride, all of us have to open our heart like she does in the bridal chamber. Mm-hmm. But, you know, think about it today. We, we have to liquor ourselves up or drug ourselves up to go have sex with somebody we don't even know, and there's this, this horrible disconnect. Mm-hmm. And that's how it is with God. He doesn't want to impose himself on us. He wants us to to learn first to love him and know him and trust him, and then he will woo us to help open our hearts. Wow. And you know, our culture is is all about separating us into pieces.
0: Mm-hmm,
2: like mm-hmm. We're not integrated. We've got right. our spiritual side and our invisible side and our emotional side over here, and we've then got our physical, sexual side over here. And we're supposed to repress one and indulge the other, and it's like we're cut in
1: two pieces. We're mm-hmm. wide open for infection. Mm. And that disin- and dis- dis- disintegrates the human person. It I mean, is. It, there's a word for it in, in my world, in the psychiatry world. It's called deconstructionism. Well, hello, and yeah. deconstru- let's use
2: a D word, death. That's yeah. the only thing that comes after that. Yeah. When something is cut that cut open and not integrated, and so that's why we need healing, healing. All of us do, and yet the, the separated and divorced people know more than ever the 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 disintegration and the death that comes, especially with divorce. It's another another form of rendering what should be together, rendering it apart, and that just brings the wounds bring all kinds of infections, but. Yeah. Are, you know what? The blind, the deaf, the dumb, the crippled, lame, they ran to Jesus.
1: Ran to Jesus. Yes, because that's the only place that we find true healing. I mean, that, and, that's it. Right, but see, remember, they heard how good he was. They heard the news.
2: Hey, you're going to love him. Come. But that's what we, where we fail sometimes today, especially in divorce ministry or other ministries, we don't give the vision of how good God is, and how loving, and how powerful, and exactly. He can be trusted. Yes. We're just we, so I, I'm back again to we gotta ask Him, Lord, help me know You. I, I admit I don't trust You. Okay, mm-hmm. I, there I said it. But <laughs> I I want to, but I I can't until I really know who You are, and I just think You're this weird guy in the sky,
1: and I don't know, kind of disconnected but, and. You know, can't really see you, touch you, but really he communicates in ways that we we don't perceive unless we open ourselves right, and say exactly right. what you just said.
2: Right, and then scales fall from our eyes, oh, our amazing. ears are opened, our everything opens up so much, and we start to see and hear things, and we go, "Whoa!" Mm. It, it's just, and you know, Stacey, it's an it's an endless adventure. It's just. It's, oh, it's awesome.
1: And there's always, as Christopher West says, there's always more and it's more, more, and it's glorious, glorious, glorious. And he's so right. I mean, we experience this. I experience this. You know, I've been um, married as uh, coming in March um 30 years. Oh, congratulations. At 30 years. And you've met my beloved, but you know. I I have such a heart for people who struggle in their marriages, who have been divorced, who have stories like yours, Rose. Yes, I've had a beautiful marriage, but there have been dark times. I mean, we wouldn't be human otherwise. And right. I, I, you know, when someone says and they've been divorced, oh, I'm fine. I'm better off without he or she. Or, oh, I'm great. I'm thinking, how is this possible? Because I know the agony in my heart when we're when our communion has been broken.
0: Do you right. know?
1: Um, and it's, it's interesting how deeply when you have nuptial union, when you have one flesh union, rather how deeply your identity isn't integrated with the other person. And so I've literally felt there's one particular time in the 30 years that it's like your heart is nearly, nearly broken. So you have, but you know, and I'm, I'm watching the clock and, oh, my goodness, we have to talk again <laughs> because we haven't even scratched the surface. But I want to say that all of this and so much more that Rose has to offer you, my dear listeners, if you or someone you know has suffered divorce or is suffering through a, a troubled marriage, she has so many books and resources. Her website, rosesweet.com. But I want to talk about your newest work, uh, The Catholics Divorce Survival Guide. Can you tell us yes. a little bit about that?
2: It is wonderful. I took 12 Catholic men and women who were going through divorce and healing and put them in front of the camera, and they tell their stories. And we have beautiful experts from, you know, psychology. We have Dr. Ray Garandi, We have Christopher West, a the theologian,
1: mm. um, all, all kinds Father of Father Callaway, my heart. Father,
2: Yes, I, I know. Father Donald Callaway. Father Steve Porter from T- uh, Catholic TV's Divine Intervention series, Anyway, it, it, it's a beautiful series meant to be a twelve-week support group at your local parish, um, and we've made it so that there's training for the facilitators. It's really easy. You just, I mean, you stick the DVD in and you sit down and throw the Kleenex box at people oh. and put on the coffee oh. and just lo- love oh, on them and love autumn and God on takes him. over. Oh. And yep, yeah, it's just it's wonderful. So I'm so, again, I'm so thank thank you God,
0: yes. thank you God for
2: taking my miserable, pathetic three distinct no's that I said to you, my denials of you and your goodness, and thank you for redeeming them in this beautiful ministry and for putting me in touch with people like Stacy, oh. good Catholic psychotherapist. Oh, you're so precious. We need <laughs> you guys. God, we we need to, we need, I know cloning is evil, but we need to clone <laughs> you. <laughs> okay, wait. Multiplication oh. of the fish and the Ma- hoax.
1: That, that's, yeah. that's absolutely holy. We can do that. There you go. We can okay, do that. there you go. You know, uh, just a few more minutes left here. Um, there's something, Rose, if I may, that you said at the table when we were dining together. And you you are, it, let me just let folks know that, that the Lord has sent you a beloved. And you are um, now remarried after 15 years uh, alone and in the desert, if we will, and, and being yes. pruned and for this beautiful ministry, um, mission, and apostolate that you have. But you said to your husband, I will not marry you unless you learn Theology of the Body. I'm paraphrasing. <laughs> but can you talk a little bit about that? Because <laughs> it's important. Yes. It's important. Uh, well, well,
2: actually, on the very first date, I, oh. I, said, I said, no, I didn't say that yet, but I said, I'm not going to have sex with you, and it's not a rigid rule. I understand why, and it's totally great, and... You don't even know, but I'm going to tell you. And I gave him a little mini seminar on TOB over dinner. And I, I said, I finally discovered how, we all want to be happy, and I know the way now, and I'm so excited. Do you want to come with me? And he was like, whoa, I just wanted to buy you a margarita. <laughs> you know? But I remember oh. I looked at him, and I said, okay, look, aren't you tired of being used Amen. by women? Oh. And he shut up, and then I said, and aren't you tired of using women? Oh. And I remember his face completely changed, and I, uh, that was a Holy Spirit moment. And I oh. said, come, let's, let's do it right. There is hope. And that was the beginning, and I, and I said, okay, now, next phase two, you're coming with me to TOB.
1: Amen. And so he did. He said he yes. Did. Oh. He did. He, he, Life-changing. he opened up,
2: but he was like all of us, a little bit scared and a s- s- lot of skeptical. Mm -hmm. but open enough that the Lord could come in and work with that.
1: And the Lord just wants that little crack, you know, that little open place in your heart where you say, yes, I'll listen. I'll listen. Well, folks, I hope you've been listening today to the beauty of Rose Sweet, Catholic author, speaker, media producer, and now my friend and colleague. We Mm. will be talking again, sister in Christ. We have to do this. We have to. So I hope that you've heard something today. From my dear, sweet friend that has edified you, that has given you hope. Thank you, Rose Sweet, for being with me today. It's been a beautiful pleasure. Well, you are,
2: you're sweet, and I appreciate you so much. And I can't wait to see you again. Thanks,
1: Stacey. Oh, God bless you. And God bless you, my dear listeners. And until we are again, may the Lord hold you in the palm of his hand. Pox Christi, y'all. We'll see you next time. (laughs) Bye-bye.
0: and Good Counsel is a
1: production of Catholic Community Radio.